And now, with Sound Investing, here's Paul Merriman. I had hoped that this week's uh, podcast would be focused on uh, 20 or 30 different uh, questions about motif. Most of those are going to have to wait until uh, next week. Uh, we will have some uh, in our newsletter uh, uh, that's coming out this week, and uh, they will be a part of many of the future pieces over the next month or so uh, as we try to continue to give people a, a better understanding of how the motif product works and and uh, you know, what's right for you. In fact, in this particular podcast, uh, I'm going to hopefully make it very clear why I am suggesting that motif be considered as a place to invest. Number two, I'm going to be talking about the kinds of investors that should consider using motif and do my best to answer the question as to whether or not the commissions that are charged to trade the motif accounts are actually worth paying. And uh, also, I'm going to address the question of whether that commission that uh, my foundation, our foundation is receiving, whether that should be viewed as a conflict of interest. Uh, and uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the funding of my financial education foundation, just some more disclosure so that you'll know what's behind uh, the project we're working on here. And I will share what I do think is the likely conflict of interest that I have in recommending Motif. It is very difficult to live a life without conflicts of interest, and it's impossible to live a life without having biases. But let me, first of all, uh, I'm going to open this up with uh, a part of an email uh, that I received uh, from one of our listeners. Um, from his email, and I won't read it all, but it, it sounds like he has been been following my work for some time. He, he starts by saying, I like listening to your podcast because I value your information about value investing index investing, and Vanguard. And then he goes on to say, I have a seven-figure portfolio, so most of your info is valuable, but what is the deal with this motif? And of course, I, I, I think I should answer that because uh, I want to make sure that I'm not suggesting uh, people who already have their house in order and are in a position to do everything, the, in essence, the easy way already, uh, I'm certainly not recommending that major moves uh, should be made. But, but let me talk about who I think, the kind of investor that I think Motif is built to help. Now, one of my challenges in life is I want to try to help everybody. Uh, in fact, I even spend a fair amount of time 
talking with and communicating with other financial planners who are wanting to understand how some of the things that I recommend can be uh, made part of their uh, of, of the work they're doing for their clients. I am a sucker if it if I think that I'm going to be able to leverage the information that I have to offer. So I I don't think I ever pass up a chance to help another advisor. But the question I think that's important here is to identify the group of investors that I think combining our recommendations, and I do mean ours, not just my work, but I'm getting more people involved in, in, in helping to, to uh, expand uh, the reach of our work. But the question is, what is that type of investor that really need my help? See, I, I have a luxury. Uh, as a teacher, uh, if some people want to say as a salesperson, because I always sound like one regardless of whether I make any money on it, I always have a tendency to be optimistic and, and sound like a salesperson. But here's the question. If I have the luxury of working without any compensation, which I do, and by the way, I should mention that in the bylaws of the Merriman Financial Education Foundation, it clearly states no officer or director can receive any compensation. I cannot legally receive any compensation. Now, has the foundation ever paid an expense uh, if I if I go out of town to speak uh, on behalf of the uh, of, of the foundation do I get paid uh, the expense reimburse the expenses yes but not compensation but one of the challenges here is to make sure that we match this motif concept in the special way they're offering their services to the right investor. So here's what I know about what I'm doing for the foundation right now and what my money that I put in the foundation is doing for people to learn about investing. About half of my annual budget goes uh, to Western Washington University, where I pay for a quarterly class, it's personal investing, 216, 45 to 50 people take that course every quarter, not counting summer, and none of these people that are taking that course have seven-figure portfolios. Let me start by guaranteeing that. In fact, in fact if they even have five-figure uh, um, port, uh, money issues. It's that they have they have five figure debt for for getting an education. So that part of my my work is certainly not built to try to help this individual who's mentioning that he has a seven figure portfolio. But the fact is, is that. My work is designed to help first-time investors. I mean, that, that is the main focus 
of what I do. It doesn't mean that I don't want to give good information to the rest of the people. In fact, what I'd like 21-year-old and 25- and 30-year-old people to to understand is all the things that I think that a 60-year-old should understand, but every 60-year-old I've ever met have said, if I understood this when I was 20, boy, would that have made a difference. So, if you look at my work, the course at Western, all my ETF portfolios that are designed to help somebody who's just got a few hundred dollars to be treated, and I think this is amazing, to truly be treated like a multimillionaire. With $1,000, somebody can put together a portfolio of big and small and value and growth and U.S. and international and emerging markets and REITs, all of these things I've talked endlessly about for for the last 20-plus years. But they can put together a portfolio that's almost, and I mean that, almost as good as what I was able to do when I was an advisor with a million dollars. So my focus, yes, is not on the person that's got a a seven-figure portfolio. But here's the reality about that that gentleman who does have the seven-figure portfolio. I know from reading his email that he has learned a lot about investing. And I I know without digging any deeper than his email that he is pretty dedicated to making sure he doesn't waste money on, on, on something that he doesn't get a benefit. I mean, he's careful enough that even a $9.95 charge to rebalance a portfolio is worth consideration. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, that would be like the person who changes their own oil, taking it to some place professional to have the oil changed. Are you kidding me? That would be throwing money away, they would say. Now, what I do know is that people like this gentleman, and he wasn't really unkind in his comment when he talked about, uh, well, he, later he talks about the things I say starts to feel like a sales pitch. He didn't say it was a sales pitch. He did say it feels like a sales pitch. But even at the slightest smell of conflict of interest, he is on the alert. And that's the sign of somebody who's been around for a while. And the fact is, the bottom line about this fellow is if I died tomorrow, this guy would know how to, how, to, how to sort through the information on the Internet, and if he hasn't already found them, he will find Larry Swedrow and Bill Bernstein and Jason Zweig and the others who at least I believe have, uh, have, have demonstrated that they are impacted by very, very few conflicts of interest. The fact is, he doesn't need me. But I do believe 
there are I mean, virtually millions of young people who do need my work. Of course, they don't know that, but they do, whether it's my work or someone like me. Because we all know that people who are just starting their careers right now are behind so many eight balls in their life. The lack of pensions, the questions about Social Security, the questions about health care, the questions about competition with, with people around the world who are willing to work for one-half or one-tenth what an American worker is willing to work for. So they've got a long way to go to make sure they are financially secure. And I know my work can help young people and that it is not in vain. In fact, I am thrilled to share that many parents and grandparents have set up accounts to follow my... Remember the article I wrote about how to turn $3,000 into $50 million? And it's not a joke. It's not a con. It's not a sales pitch. It's a simple step-by-step process, something you can do for a newborn child, whether it's $3,000 up front or $365 for 21 years. It can be done if you do the right things early. So yes, my work is good for newborn children. My work is good for the teenager who starts putting away an IRA for the rest of their life. My work is is, is good for people who are coming out of college or coming out of high school and starting to work and having the opportunity to save money in in an IRA or a 401k. My work is very important to people who do have a new 401k. That's they're having to face as a life decision. And how do they know how much of their portfolio should be in stocks and bonds and big and small and all those things that I write about often? So I do know this. There are millions of people who fit that mold. But the fact is, like this fellow who's a Vanguard fan who has a seven-figure portfolio, he's at Vanguard. I've got to assume he's at Vanguard. And to the extent that he wants to use Vanguard and continue to take advantage of the work that I'm doing, in a sense, what we're doing with Motif he can use that information without paying a $9.95 commission, without paying some sort of an affiliate fee because somebody opens up an account at, uh, uh, at, at Motif because they found Motif through us. He can go and look at my our Motif portfolios. He could look at the, the, the worldwide ultimate buy and hold strategies and he could see there we have picked best in class ETFs. We look through all of the large cap value and all of the S&P 500 and all of the small cap blend and small cap value and tried our best to pick the very best in each category, knowing that we won't be the best probably because, because it's easy to pick who's the best in the past, but it's interesting how difficult it can be to be best in the future. But we do the best 
We can. But what he would notice if he looked at our worldwide balanced portfolio, he would see that we use a lot of Vanguard ETFs. Why? Because Vanguard has some of the best ETFs in the industry. But it doesn't mean that every one of their ETFs are the best. And it doesn't mean that Vanguard has every asset class we want you to be exposed to. So here's what this fellow who's got a seven-figure portfolio could legitimately do. He could look at his holdings at Vanguard. And maybe he'd notice he does not own a good international small cap value. Maybe he would like to take advantage of having some of the emerging market value asset class in his portfolio, not getting in at Vanguard. So here's what he can do. And this is great news. People who have the kind of money that he has at Vanguard, they are allowed to trade or buy and sell ETFs without any commission. And if you go to the, the, the Vanguard page on investing, trading, fees, commissions, if you go to that page, it outlines under what conditions that you can make free trades or almost free trades. And with the size of account that he is, uh, over a million dollars, I'm assuming. Uh, I believe the first 25 trades are absolutely free. Well, that's a really good deal because not only can he piggyback our information to figure out what ETFs that might be good to add to his portfolio, he can do it free. And... He will then continue to use the Admiral shares where he can at Vanguard because that's a terrific deal. Doesn't mean it's the absolute best, but if you're a Vanguard, if you're a Vanguard account, they are the lowest cost. So from my viewpoint, we can let people who have large accounts apply some of this work over at Vanguard, but there's no reason for them to come to Motif. They're not beginners. Our best work is going to be for the first-time investor. And I really hope that this gentleman who wrote to me and, and, and said, you know, straight up, that's good, I appreciate that, that he was questioning, why would we be offering these when you can get Vanguard commission-free? And I understand it looks like uh, we're trying to figure out some way to get a piece of the action. Well, I'll talk about more about that in just a few minutes. So, as I say, you can you can just go right to Motif and and, and take away whatever lessons you might from our recommendations. But let me go back to the people where the motif strategies and motif access to ETFs might be appropriate. See, these young people that I, I, I keep having dreams about helping, 
they face 40 to 80 years of investment decisions. And, and most of them are having to start with their 401k because hopefully the company they go to work for is going to be matching some part of that contribution. But maybe in many cases, there may be room for an IRA. In some cases, the 401ks are lousy and IRA can make a lot of sense. In some cases, the 401k doesn't give access to all the, the asset classes that you need, so maybe it makes sense to, to do the 401k up to the match, and then maybe you go to the value motif that we've created, an all-equity value motif that would give you access to small and large, U.S. and international, and even emerging market value. See, this is what I dream for them, that they will somehow build the portfolio that will give them the return that they will meet their desired end financially. I can't believe how many people, when I, when I talked to a group of young people, I said, how many of you are, would like to retire at 50? I would swear 90% of the hands go up. And by the way, that's not impossible. It does mean something that seems impossible to a lot of young people, and that is saving a minimum of uh, 20% of their income. I must admit, when I first came across Motif a year ago, maybe more, I was hesitant to get involved. And I'll tell you what I worried about. They focus so much on recent performance. If, if you went to uh, Motif and you clicked on resources, then a Dropbox would open up and it says explore motifs. Now, these are the community motifs. They are the motifs being put together by amateurs as well as professionals like myself. And what you'll see there is a list of the best performing motifs for the last 30 days. The 30-day winners. Now, I think it's also interesting to note they, they show the 30-day losers as well. But people don't want to look at the losers. They look at those winners and wonder how long might this, uh, let's call it this trend, go on. But as I thought about it, I decided that the pluses outweighed the minuses. And there are some minuses that I will talk about in my next podcast. They are not game-ending minuses for most people. But they do mean that you have to figure out little steps to take to make sure that you absolutely minimize uh, the number of trades each year because I want to save you every $9.95 that I can. It is a huge advantage to the investors, particularly to the investors who really are only concerned about what one thing, and that is to know what they should be doing with their money. And when we can update a portfolio 
and they come to check on their account, and it's time to rebalance. Now, by the way, if you didn't put any money in, and the balance between the different equity asset classes hadn't changed very much, I mean, maybe they all went up together approximately the same amount, or they went down together approximately the same amount. If you didn't have a major change in uh, that performance between those different asset classes, you don't have to rebalance every year. Now, if you, in fact, had uh, uh, had just put money in and it's waiting there to, to be invested, that, okay, it's time to rebalance. But when you rebalance, you automatically pick up the changes that we made to the portfolio since the last time you rebalanced. And you don't have to sit around and figure out. I mean, this is a big deal. This is a really big deal. In fact, I talked to one fellow in the last couple of days who's worked out a huge spreadsheet so he can do all the rebalancing. And his point is, if I had a choice between having to go through that spreadsheet every year or pushing a button and paying $9.95, it's not even a question. Now, here's the thing. The $9.95 on $1,000 is expensive. It's a 1% of your portfolio fee. I'm not minimizing that. But if you're starting with $1,000 and you're going to be putting in $1,000 a year or you're going to increase that to $2,000 a year, whatever your plan is, I'm not thinking about your cost for one year. I mean, I, I appreciate it's real right now, coming out of pocket. Okay, I'm thinking if you do this for the next 60 years or 40 years and it costs you $10 a year, I don't know anywhere in the industry that you can do all of this for $10 a year. So for 40 years, let's say it does cost you $400 to be able to pick up the important changes in the value of the portfolio. So, yes, there's a cost. And yes, if you make a trade that ends up costing you 1% of the amount of money that you have in there, or a half a percent, or one hundredth of a percent, depending on the size of account, when you make that trade, my foundation gets a dollar. Now, you don't have to let my foundation make a dollar. I have no problem with that. All you have to do is to pick up the portfolio, move it into what they call a custom portfolio, and you trade to your heart's delight, and my foundation will never get a dollar. Now, you'll have to be aware that from time to time we'll make some changes in the portfolio. It's right there for you to see. So you can make the changes. And that will then help you create not only a way to do this all yourself, it's going to be more work, but you do not have to pay my foundation 
by the way, you don't you don't pay me. It's the people at Motif. And why are they paying a $1 royalty? It's what it basically is. That $1 royalty is because somebody is, they, they, call, they call us, those of us who make these portfolios, they call us creators. We're inventing things here, and we get a royalty for inventing them. In fact, you could invent one yourself. You could create a portfolio, and you could make a dollar every time somebody trades using your advice. Now, aside from that $1 royalty, and you can call it a commission, I don't care, uh, from that $9.95, aside uh, from that, and this was not something I was aware of when uh, I, I started talking recently with Motif and, and uh, seeing what it would take to, to get these set up, uh, that the, they do pay what's called an affiliate uh, fee. And I think I've talked about this before, but uh, number one, because I cannot receive as an officer or director of my foundation, because I cannot receive uh, any compensation when I established the foundation in 2012, I turned over all the royalty rights uh, to the foundation, and, um, and, and, and so it's the same with the affiliate fee that is paid uh, to the foundation if somebody opens up an account uh, with Motif. Now, it is easy to cut the foundation out of that affiliate fee. It's very easy. In order for my foundation to receive the affiliate fee, and by the way, I don't think that will be available for more than the next year or so because that's what they've done to, to, to get to create the advertising for an unknown company is to pay this affiliate fee. But it won't go on when they don't need it anymore. I'm, I'm sure of that. But here's the, the, the bottom line is you don't have to click on the motif button on paulmerriman.com. You can just go, go directly to motif. Because if you don't go through that button, we don't get the credit. So you go to motif. You open up, if you do open up a motif, in fact, you don't even have to open up a motif account that's one of the, the Merriman motifs, you can do your own thing. I'm sure most of our regular readers have learned enough now that they don't need me to build a portfolio of big, small value growth, etc. So you can eliminate us getting any part of the commission. You can eliminate us getting any a part of, of, the, uh, of the affiliate fee. But I do want you to understand why I said yes. One is, I, I guess I could say, well, I don't personally get anything out of it. But if the foundation gets something out of it, 
trust me, in my heart, I'm getting something out of it because it allows me to do more. It also allows me to build cash flow for the future when I'm no longer here. Yes, I when I when I sold out my company, I literally put 10% of my net worth, not just what I got from the sale of my company, but of all of my assets, I took 10% and put it into the foundation. Plus, I take my minimum required distribution every year since I was 70. I take that distribution and I give all of it to nonprofits. And the nonprofit that most of it goes to with that minimum required distribution, uh, most of it goes to my foundation. Now it goes to some other things that I care about, but the majority goes to the foundation. And when I die, uh, and the longer I live, theoretically, hopefully, the more that there will be to leave, but the only beneficiary for my IRAs is the foundation. And all of that is about uh, the hope that we will build a real organization here that not only is built to educate, but to give specific advice. Not about specific advice about an individual, but for kinds of investors. We are not an investment advisor. We are never going to give the great information that a good investment advisor would give because I'm not allowed to start digging into who you are so that I can give you personal information. That would make me an advisor, and I'm not licensed to do that. But anybody can start a newsletter, anybody, and give recommendations on what people can do with their money, anybody. And of course, today, newsletters are not being mailed to people. Generally, they're on the Internet. Anybody with a kitchen table, in fact, you don't even need a kitchen table. You need a Starbucks to go and work on your computer if you don't have access to the Internet. And you can give advice, and, and maybe you'll find people to take it. But I do want to give advice to do-it-yourselfers, people who are not likely uh, to, to do this with the help of a professional. Uh, by the way, I will just slip this in here. One, one of the things I'm working on, I'm, I've, I've talked to an organization nationally that has financial advisors and my hope is to educate, with, with the permission of the company, to educate those financial advisors so that they understand what it is that, that, that we're doing uh, in the hopes that, that people who wanted to use my recommendations could go to a real planner to look to make sure that my recommendations are appropriate for you. Well, that's for another day. So let me make this very clear. Motif is not for everybody. 
Uh, I have all of my buy and hold investments in almost all of them in DFA. A few Vanguard funds, but almost all with dimensional funds. Now, I am moving right now over a block of money. It's not a huge block, but a block of money to put into the all-value motif strategy. And the reason I'm doing that, I'm very curious to see how it performs compared to the all-DFA value, all-value DFA portfolio that uh, Merriman is managing for me to see how the ETFs compare uh, after fees uh, to, uh, uh, to using DFA. So it's not for everybody. And I think people, particularly people who have uh, taxable accounts, I mean, think of the implications. If you're going to sell a bunch of mutual funds that have large capital gains built into them, uh, you got yourself potentially a problem that Motif will never catch up with. Um, so I want you to I want you to be careful. What I would like you to do is to think think IRAs. A lot of you may have uh, even you have a, those that have a lot of money. You might have a small IRA sitting around. Not much is going on there. Why don't you consider opening an all-value portfolio through Motif in an IRA? I think that would be something that would give you some exposure. Not because I want to convert you to a Motif investor. Probably not appropriate. No, what I want you to do is find out how it works so you can tell your nephews and your nieces and your kids and your grandkids that here is a place where somebody is building portfolios, and you can go off into your speech that talks about the balance between big and small and value and growth, etc. They aren't going to know what you're talking about, but you do, and hopefully, because of your experience, hopefully, you will be able to recommend people work with us. And I must admit, I talked about the conflict of interest. I can't even tell you how hopeful I am that we can figure out a way to reach not just tens of thousands of young people, but hundreds of thousands of young people. Because if we're doing a great job in selecting good ETFs and good asset allocation, then my sense is that uh, nobody is going to uh, feel that we unfairly made a dollar with that one trade that we're going to teach them teach them to make each year. But if we are servicing hundreds of thousands of people, what I like is that not only would the work be good and helping those investors, but it would help support. Uh, the necessary cash flow to make the Merriman Foundation uh, viable on a long-term basis. And one last thing. Um, we haven't released the final uh, two, actually two, uh, portfolios. 
Uh, one is a uh, what they call a target date portfolio. I can't call it a target date fund, but for all practical purposes, it's the same thing as a target date fund. And uh, that is a portfolio that is built whether you're going to retire in 2025 or 2065. It is built to change the portions of, of the uh, investment at points along the way. In the early years, you know how I feel, I suspect, about fixed income. I don't want any fixed income in your portfolio. I really believe that you're giving up at least a half a percent a year for every 10% you have in bonds. But there will be a time that bonds are appropriate, and our job is to have that reflected in the portfolio so that each year, that one time you <laughs> that you rebalance, that you will be picking up that change because you've gotten older and you should be cooling your jets of uh, aggressiveness some uh, along the way. I think that is going to be an amazing uh, product, portfolio. Uh, the other is a, a socially responsible portfolio. Uh, and, uh, and I'm very excited about that because one of the things that, that leads to long-term success is a strong a belief in whatever that strategy might be. Um, so I think a well-designed, socially responsible portfolio, while it might not do as well uh, as, as an irresponsible, <laughs> a socially irresponsible portfolio, uh, I think there are a lot of people who would have a sense of of comfort and, uh, and and commitment, if uh, if they if they had companies, they believed that they owned companies or ETFs that held companies uh, that were socially responsible. I think that will be important to a lot of young people. So uh, I hope you now know more about uh, the motif relationship that that, that I have and that. Uh, you can now judge whether you should have. Uh, I hope you understand and, and believe uh, that my commitment is to doing what's in your best interest. That will be tested. And I'll tell you how that will be tested. Somebody will come along with a product that's similar to Motif. Uh, there will be no affiliate fee tied to it. And the question will be, how will I handle it? Will I put these same portfolios there where there is no affiliate fee? Or will I demand that you buy it where I make money off of you? Well, some of you may know what the answer to that one is, but I'm sure I will be tested. And I hope I meet your high standards. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this information. In the next podcast, I will talk very specifically about the weaknesses, which of those weaknesses is going to, to probably uh, lead to a decline of interest in uh, motif and which of those weaknesses are easy to work around. 
I, I look forward to sharing that information with you. And, uh, and by the way, I must have a hundred questions that I've got to answer in the coming weeks about the motif situation. Thanks for listening. That was Paul Merriman with Sound Investing. Sound Investing, soundinvesting.com, and paulmerriman.com are produced and exclusively owned by Paul Merriman, who is solely responsible for their content. For more information, free articles, mutual fund recommendations, and more, visit paulmerriman.com.